Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer this morning. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us as we get to the word of God and allow it to transform our lives, our thoughts, our values, our relationships, and to bring us life. There's, val- there's life in the word of God, and we want to experience that ourselves. We've been talking this week about delighting in God. And this is so important as I've thought in my own life, and I think for you, what New Year's resolutions, New Year's hopes do I have for myself? I want this to be a year I delight in God. I want it to be a year I grow in my enjoyment of God. The word delight, to take pleasure in God. In Psalm 149, it tells us that God takes pleasure in us. That's right. It's easy to think that God tolerates us, he puts up with us, but the scripture actually says he takes pleasure in his people and he beautifies us. So even when we go through difficult times or hardships, things that aren't what we want, God is beautifying us. He's making us majestic. He's he's recreating us in the very image of God. And we are to delight in the Lord. The Bible, you know, we talk often about how Christianity is a relationship, not a religion. And yet the Bible never actually uses the word that I'm aware of, having a relationship with God. But it uses all kinds of words like we're to love God, we're to delight in God. And and so this speaks of our relationship. We receive his love and we love him in return. And that's what God wants and that's what we want. We want to have this relationship with God. The promise that we've been looking at this week, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. It's the one promise of success, isn't it? There's so I mean, there's so many promises of success in the Bible. If rightly defined, when we delight ourselves in God, God delights to give to us. That's the type God he is. And this morning... I'm thinking of, you know, yesterday we talked about placing our gold in the dust, the gold of Ophir, the precious gold, the things that are precious to us amongst the stone of the brooks, so that the Almighty will be our gold and, our, and will delight in the Almighty. He'll be like choice silver to us, we read in Job chapter 22. And it's possible that from this we can develop the idea of of God just wants us to have nothing. I call it the poverty gospel. You know, some people are concerned about the prosperity gospel. And another extreme is what I call the poverty gospel. And that is uh, that, you know, God wants us to just have nothing and and basically be a, a monk, a hermit, walk around destitute. And I've known people who've fallen into this to one degree or another. But the Bible tells us we don't want to go to extreme, and often the devil's in the extremes. We don't want to go to the extreme, but what we want to realize is something about our God, and that's this. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, from whom there's no variation or shifting shadow. Our God is a generous God. He put us on this earth where we live. He's blessed us with so many things, and we should be grateful for those things in life. Part of delighting in God is to realize that every good thing we have comes from God and to have an overflowing heart of gratitude and appreciation for it. But notice in 1 Timothy, Paul warns us about what he says in the last days will be doctrines of demons. 
And what do these doctrines of demons look like? Well, one of the aspects is found here in 1 Timothy 4. He says this, it would be men who forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from foods which God has created to be gratefully shared in by those who believe and know the truth. He goes on to say, for everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude, for it is sanctified by means of the word of God and prayer. It's an interesting verse, is it not? The Bible says that God has given us some of, the, some of these basic aspects of life, marriage, which most people will be married. Most people have children. This is the creation mandate, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. Most people will be married. It's, it's natural to desire it and to want to have it and to find that companion who will be our, our life partner and, and bring out the best in us. And he says that it's a doctrine of demon to say that that's wrong and, and to not have that, but that we should not give in to something like that. That's a demonic doctrine. And so how about your spouse? Do you delight in your spouse? I do. I love her. You know, Proverbs gives some very graphic language about de delighting in your wife, delighting in your children, delighting in these relationships. Does that mean, does that take away from our love for God? Certainly, I hope not, because these are the gifts of God. Or, the, or in certain foods, now this does not mean we're to be a glutton, but that God has given us foods to enjoy. So there's nothing wrong with enjoying food. There's something wrong with being a glutton, but not enjoying food. And so God has given these things, and to advocate that this is wrong, he calls it a doctrine of demons. And so what's the, what's the lesson we want to learn here? If we're delighting in God and we say, but does this, the, do these earthly blessings take away my delight in God? The key is that we learn instead to appreciate the gift, but to delight in the giver. And that we make it, and that we also, with that, we invite the giver to be part of enjoying the gift. It's very, very important. Instead of excluding God from the things that we're enjoying in life, invite God into it. It's good to have a life of, of overflowing gratitude. I've, I've made a little list of some of the things that we ought to be enjoying and appreciating and delighting in. Obviously, there's the spiritual blessings, Jesus the Bible, the Word of God, a prayer relationship with Jesus, the church, our fellowship, our pastors. These are things we should be enjoying, appreciating, and always looking to the giver and not just the gift, not, not just the earthly blessing, but the giver. But there's more than just those spiritual blessings. We should be delighting in our family, loving our family, loving our spouse, our parents, our children, our brothers and sisters. We should enjoy them. This doesn't take away from God. What we should do is say, these are the gifts of God, and we invite God into these relationships. You should enjoy your work. Uh, the, if, if you have work that you enjoy and you love, this is a gift of God. If you have a job at all, that's a gift of God. If you have employment, if you have income coming in, these are the gifts of God. Invite God into this. Appreciate him. Realize that this that, that you, what you have is a gift of God. Not everybody has a job. Not everybody has income. Not everybody has a job they appreciate. Not everybody has a job with some of the benefits you have. Appreciate what God has provided. Be grateful and invite the giver 
into enjoying the gift. If you have shelter, if you have a home, if you have clothing, if you have new clothing, if you have clothing that's not the same thing every day, if you have uh, if you have things that God has provided, be grateful and invite God in. Appreciate the gift and delight in the giver. Be filled with thankfulness in your life. It's so easy to have an entitled mentality. I'm entitled to this food. I'm entitled to this house. I'm entitled to this shelter, these clothing. I'm entitled to this family. I'm entitled to be respected. I'm entitled to be loved. I'm entitled to a good church. I'm entitled to be fed by my pastors. It's easy to have this mentality of I'm deserving and entitled, but we want to develop instead this spirit of I'm an unworthy servant. Everything I have is the blessing and goodness of God poured out upon me, and therefore I'm grateful to God, the giver of every good and perfect gift. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4, what do you have that you've not received? And if you received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? Indeed, all that we have, our life, our breath, our mind, everything we have is a gift of God. What other gifts? I was thinking of the creation that God has made in a world that is so beautiful, in a world that has so many wonderful things to see from a uh, the, the things in your yard, the, the, the flowers and vegetation and so forth in your yard to the grand spectacles of the universe and the stars above. We want to be thankful to God, the giver of everything that's good and beautiful and right. How about music? Aren't we grateful to that? The things that inspire our soul, the people who can tell a good story, the people who can make a good movie, the people who can write a good song, the people who can lift our soul and inspire us. The point being, <clears throat> in all these things, we have so much in our world to be grateful for. For Don't let that take you away from the giver, but rather invite the giver into your appreciation of all that we have on this earth. Invite him in. Be filled with gratitude. Appreciate the gift. Delight in the giver the giver of the gift. Go beyond the gift and see the giver and invite him in. All that you appreciate, make sure that God, that you're including God and are thankful to him and filled with gratitude. All this leads to another thing we want to see tomorrow, and that is what does it really look like to delight in God? Does it mean you sit alone and just pray or you're always alone, just you and God? I don't think so. We've got an interesting thing tomorrow about what delighting in God looks like to those of you who are more people of action and like to be up and about. But let's go ahead and pray for what we've learned today. Father in heaven, thank you that you are the giver of every good and perfect gift. We believe this, we bless you, and we love you. Wow. We have so much to be thankful for. We have so many, we have people, we have spiritual blessings, earthly blessings. Lord, you feed us, you shelter us. We thank you that for the people you bring into our lives. Lord, some of them, some of them have been difficult, no doubt, but we thank you you've given us life and you give us creativity to solve problems. And we thank you even for the problems in our life and how you, you will help lead us out of them and lead us to solutions and lead us to victory. And we thank you every problem is a test that you give us the opportunity to overcome and to move forward. Oh Lord, we love you. We're, our hearts are filled with praise and gratitude. We delight in you today. You have been good. Your goodness and mercy pursues us and we're so grateful. We love you. Father, we, we invite you into our lives freshly. We realize that we invite you into our work. We invite you into our families, obviously into our church. 
We invite you into our appreciation of nature. We invite you into our free time. We invite you into everything. Because Lord, if you're a part of our life and we're delighting in you, that's what life was meant to be. And for this, we're grateful and we thank you. We pray these things and bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Don't you love the word of God? I sure do. And I love God. And I hope you do. That's why we come together. It's just 15 minutes a day. But I think it can make a real difference in your life to get into the Word of God together, to talk about it, to be inspired, encouraged, directed. We get so many negative messages, so many things to distract us from God. And we want to be people who focus on the Lord. I know that's what you want. That's why you're here. And so I hope you'll join us regularly. You be with us the next month or two or three, day by day, week by week. Get in the Word of God, and your life will change. I guarantee it because there's power in the Word of God. Your life will change. So I hope you'll subscribe to our channel. Join us daily, either live or later in the day, or even just listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. Whatever the case, I hope you join us regularly. Tell your friends. Help build this channel. Uh, drop them a, Post this on your Facebook, Instagram, whatever you do and share with them how you're appreciating what we're learning here today, okay? And so until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord our God, who blesses you with every good and perfect gift, might you delight in Him, enjoy His presence, and might God fill you with His joy. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.